0: leaders, so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Wednesday the 29th of September and thanks for joining me, Simon Calder, for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the Travel Desk of the Independent. Today, able to drive as far as Dover? Your problems could be only just beginning. Using a national ID card to enter the UK is about to be outlawed. And three months on, how great are the new flexi season tickets on the trains? Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. Do feel free to sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Well, we've been used to quite some changes as a result of Brexit. Of course, the transition period ended at the end of 2020, and much has changed since then. But here's a change that actually came about afterwards. You might remember going back to January this year, we were assured by the uh, government that UK drivers won't need to display a GB sticker in most EU countries if their number plate has GB or GB with a union flag on it. Well, how marvellous. Well, unfortunately, um, you are now going to have to display a UK sticker. That is because the government has decided that, well, this is a symbol of unity and therefore it's important to uh, recognise that. GB, of course, symbolises Great Britain, which is uh, just England, Scotland and Northern Ireland. And so, well, they have decided that uh, it's important for people to be able to um, recognize that this is all done for the unity of the nation. And it's interesting that that has um, happened now. The uh, uh, move is, well, just one more way of distinguishing things. It's um, a requirement of the United Nations to have these stickers, and the UK government had to apply to it to be changed. There's another big change coming down the road on the 1st of October, that's this coming Friday, and that is that if you are a member of a European Union nation or one of the hangers on, so this European Economic Area plus Switzerland, uh, then your ID card is no longer valid for entering the UK. That's because, well, it's a Brexit promise. We will end the use of insecure cards for people to enter our country, said the Home Secretary Priti Patel in May. And certainly it is the case in the past. Some European Union nations have issued very simple laminated ID cards that were pretty easy to forge or you could tamper with them, change the photo, or whatever you wanted to do. Now, since August 2021, every new ID card issued by the EU has to have a common pattern that complies with the standards set by the International Civil Aviation Organisation, and that includes a microchip with the holder's details, making it very, very difficult to forge. And of course, EU citizens and anybody with one of these cards can travel all the way across Europe except to the UK, using these cards. And some of them, including those issued by France, Germany, Italy, Portugal, they can use them to visit Egypt, Tunisia and Turkey. So the UK government is closing the border to about 250 million citizens in Europe who've got ID cards but don't have passports. And the background to this, well... The UK welcomed one-seventh of the 2019 visitor numbers during the peak summer months of July and August this year and the move that is about to take effect will certainly have an effect on inbound tourism. You might also remember three months ago the government said that commuters could save hundreds of pounds taking advantage of new flexi-season tickets. These are tickets which allow you to travel eight times in a four-week spell and the idea is that it will save you money and it will reflect new working patterns because lots of people of course only want to go to work two or three times a week so that should be great for them but well I asked the views of Mark Smith if you've heard of the great website 661.com for international rail travel he started it he's also got quite a lot of experience of uh, ticketing from his time as a british rail manager and indeed working for the government he says well in many cases flexi seasons have added to rather than reduced the complexity that commuters face he says they only constitute a sticking plaster sometimes they can be a useful option but otherwise they might just be a poor value distraction and what we need is a complete reform of all rail fares the idea will simply be that every journey is point to point so if you're going from Brighton to London you buy a ticket the cheapest you can from brighton to london and then to come back you buy the cheapest ticket everything's done on a a, a, le- a one leg basis the same as the budget airlines of course and we have yet to see if that will happen i did ask people on social media what they thought and look, a couple of people thought they were good um here we are uh, and uh, savings not massive but very easy on northern all on the app and easier than having to remember tickets photo cards, etc another said worked really well for me we'll use again but many of the others said i looked and there wasn't any cost saving for me the or the flexi season ticket works out 20 50 pence a day more expensive and we were generally seeing from the responses that it was maybe a little bit more or a little bit less, but it certainly wasn't saving hundreds of pounds. Of course, all I want to do is save you hundreds of pounds, which is why I bring you these podcasts. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I will talk to you tomorrow.